here in Maryland, where I live, every year I see the landscapers in our townhouse community prune back the branches of the crepe myrtle trees. And they always look so barren once they do that. But I am always in awe of how the Lord springs them back to life and they grow even more full and colorful because of that pruning. And that, friends, is what God does to us when he employs his promises to develop us into who he made us to be. And that's what we're talking about on today's episode as we explore the fourth key of our four keys framework, develop. Are you an ambitious Christian woman who feels like you've had success yet something is still missing? Do you wonder if it's possible to be ambitious and let God lead at the same time because you think if it is to be, it's up to me? Does the hustle fuel your adrenaline, but you want to ditch the overachievement and pursue success with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, entrepreneur, and recovering overachiever who felt those same things. When I prayed for a better way to work, God responded with, let me drive. Then he led me to help women like you through my speaking, coaching, and writing. My mission is teaching you that success doesn't require buying into the world's frantic definition of hustle or into the so-called anti-hustle movement. Instead, you can meet me in the middle right here to redefine hustle as you pursue success with God as your CEO. Each week, we'll spend a focused 15 minutes connecting biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus. Does that sound like what you need today? Then let's go. If you have ever been in a season where things were going along well, and suddenly you feel like there is a brick wall in front of you, it can be unnerving because you were moving at a pace and suddenly God seems to have pulled back. What does that mean for us when that starts to happen? What are we to learn from that? Well, friends, in my own journey, when I gave my life to Christ and called him Savior in October of 2014, of course I was a new creation and it changed everything. What I had not bargained for, however, is the pruning and the molding and the peeling away of layers to bring me into the reality of who he wanted to be, what my assignment was, and how he wanted me to serve you my audience, the ambitious Christian women, his daughters who he has gifted to walk out a mission in the marketplace, but who have tried to do it in their own strength and have had some success, but find themselves unfulfilled, overachieving, and maybe overwhelmed. What I didn't realize was that God promises this, that he bubbles up the impurities out of our life peeling away layers of pride, idolatry, shame, guilt, all of the things that the enemy wants us to keep layered. It's almost like when you're walking in the wintertime and you've bundled up, but then you get warm and you need to take the layers off in order to effectively continue in your walk. This is what the Lord does to us. And our fourth key of the four keys framework is develop. Why develop? If you haven't downloaded your four keys tool, I encourage you to go do that today. If you're watching the video, you can see me pointing to it. It's a circle. 
In business, this is called a closed loop. Here's how it works. It starts by defining the problem, creating an action plan, implementing that plan, and then taking the learnings along the way to feed them back into the plan so that it becomes even better, smoother, more effective. We've talked about defining. We've talked about direct. <laughs> We've talked about discipline. So this fourth key of develop is where all of those pieces come together and the iterative learnings move forward. I want to share with you a quote that I have in my book, Pursuing Success God's Way, from a Beth Moore devotional that sums this up perfect. You can find this quote at the beginning of chapter seven of my book, and it says this, we know we're coming full circle with God when we stand at a very similar crossroad where we made such a mess of life before, but this time we take a different road. That's the point of this closed loop system of the four keys. We know how God defines us and we know how he directs us. We put that into discipline and then there are learnings because friends, we're going to misstep. We're going to take the wrong exit. Even as we follow the Lord's map, as we've recently been talking about, we are going to have times where the Lord tells us to do one thing and we think, well, if I just tripled that, I'd be more effective. Does that sound familiar to you? <laughs> so we're going to misstep and we're going to have those, those blips on the radar, if you will. We're going to handle things in the wrong ways because we're human. And as much as we may be surrendered, as much as we have laid our business at the foot of the cross, we still fight against our natural incl inclination to do it our way, to do it better, to do it faster, and to do more. So this developed piece cannot be overlooked. Let's go back to those crepe myrtle trees for just a second that I talked about at the beginning. If they are not pruned back, sure, they could keep growing, but will they be as prolific? Will they be as large, as green, as fruitful, if you will? So let me take you through the three scriptures that are part of the four keys in this fourth key of develop. The first scripture speaks to what I call yielding your fruit, because your fruit is your fruit. My fruit is my fruit. And even those that you look around and see may be your competition, their fruit is not the same as yours and vice versa. We have to be focused on how God is using us as individuals and the gifts and talents that he's given us. And you know what? Learning to focus on that is another phase of development. So this is what it says in Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. What I love about this psalm is that it tells us, don't listen to the world, which we talk about every week on the podcast, right? Tune out the world, tune into God's truth. Don't listen to their definitions and how they tell you to do things. And don't surround yourself with people who will condemn you or judge you, as it says, to not sit in the seat of the scornful. 
But what does it tell us to do then? It tells us to meditate on the word day and night, to meditate on the Lord's truth day and night. That, that we have to have a discipline and a consistency of spending our time with the Lord and spending our time in his word, which is the book for life and business. And then what does it tell us is the result if we are disciplined in meditating on his word and applying it to our life and business? It tells us that we're like a tree planted by water, that our roots are deep, and that we will yield our fruit in our season. That our leaf shall not wither, regardless of the weather, regardless of the challenges, regardless of the rejections. But whatever we do shall prosper, shall prosper in his will, his way, his time, and for his glory. That is clearly what happens when we allow the Lord to develop us. When we allow the Lord to work through us as we walk out his definition and his direction with discipline. Let me take you to Romans 8, 29 through 30. Now you will obviously be familiar with Romans 8, 28 and him working all things together for our good. But the power of the rest of Romans 8 is so deep for me. And I really encourage you to read uh, verses 29 through 39. But I just want to focus here on verses 29 and 30. And this is what it says. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. Whom he justified, these he also glorified. What does this have to do with develop? Well, what I love, first of all, is let's go back. A few weeks ago, we talked about knowing full well that we are fearfully and wonderfully made and that he foreknew us. He knitted us together in our mother's womb. So who is he talking about? Us, whom he foreknew. And what did he do? He predestined us to be conformed to the image of his son. How can we be conformed? We have to be developed. We have to be pruned. We have to be molded. And that whom he predestined, us, he called, us. And whom he called, us, he also justified us and whom he justified us he also glorified but none of that happens unless we're embracing the development of the lord listen you may have been on this business journey for a while and you may be wondering how much longer lord have you considered that this is his development have you considered that what you're dealing with right now the challenges you're facing our training ground for you to bring forward in a course or a membership? Have you considered that the content that you're creating has greater legs? Maybe it's a podcast, maybe it's a video series. Have you considered that what you're facing in this development period is strengthening you to encourage others? Is bringing forward the lessons that will become your framework? It is so powerful when we think of it that way. The last place that I want to take you is to Ephesians 4, verses 22 through 24. And this is what it says. <clears throat> you hear me rifling through my Bible. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? That you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. What it means is that we have to make a conscious moment-by-moment choice to follow him. That takes discipline, doesn't it? That it is a decision to follow him. It is a decision to allow him to develop us. But that we have to make the choice to live in the Spirit's power to develop us and to transform us into the likeness of Christ. What I love about this putting off the old man It reminds me of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. He raises Lazarus and he basically says, take the grave clothes off of him. Leave those grave clothes behind because he is no longer in that tomb. Friend, your development is leaving the grave clothes behind. But my question is, are you holding on to one piece of it? Kind of like when you accidentally step on a piece of toilet paper, it sticks to your shoe and it continues to follow you as you walk out of the restaurant. Are you holding on to it because you're afraid of the Lord developing you? Listen, when they prune the crepe myrtles, they take away the branches. I want to take us back to John 15, 4 and 5, which I've told you is the foundational um commentary from Jesus for the four keys to redefine hustle. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine and neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, not just some fruit, much fruit, fruit of the spirit, fruit of your business, fruit of your service. Without me, you can do nothing. Let me just back up to John 15, 2. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. He prunes it. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes (laughs) that it may bear more fruit. This is why we cannot leave ourselves stopped at discipline. We can't just say, I have to do more. I have to do more. We've got to take time to step back, evaluate, be visionary, um, praying to the Lord. Okay, Lord, now tell me. Not a what's next mentality. I'll share a quick story before we finished up. After I gave my life to Christ, I reached back out a couple of months later to my mentor, the Velvet Hammer. And I said, okay, I've done these things. And I started reading the Bible and like, what's next? And she said, sanctification is not a checklist. (laughs) Friends, development is not a checklist. When you walk through these four keys, you're going to be walking through them forever on the side of heaven in your life and business. But you've got to allow the development because it is in the pain of that pruning. It is in the pain of that pulling back the layers that suddenly we feel almost naked before the Lord but we're coming to him, surrendering our pride and our idolatry, our coveting, our comparison, our imposter syndrome. We've got to do that to be effective in how he wants to use us. And how he wants to use us is transforming us into the image of Christ. And friend, that doesn't happen overnight. It takes time and it takes development. I pray that this blessed you. I pray that this series on the four keys 
gave you something to think about. How am I allowing the Lord to define and direct me? Am I being disciplined? And am I willing to be stretched by his development? Remember, God made you ambitious, but he did not make you to work the world's way. You don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to do business as usual. And I'm the coach that can help you break free from business as usual. Get down below, grab your four keys tool. And if you'd like to chat about my one-on-one -on -one coaching, my group coaching, or my strategy day, click the link in the show notes to schedule your discovery call. And until we are together next time, I pray for and encourage you to tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus so you can walk out the assignment he's giving you for your kingdom business. I'll see you on the next episode. Dear High Achieving Christian Woman, listening to this podcast, as you refine or scale your established business, do you ever feel like your outward success is warring with your faith and internal peace? Is overachievement your comfort zone, but it's exhausting you and you just don't know another way to work? What's gotten you this far is not sustainable and it won't get you where God is leading you? Or does the hustle fuel your adrenaline, but you wish you could work with more clarity and serenity instead of frantic energy. Here's the truth. God made you ambitious, but he didn't make you to work the world's way. I'm the coach that combines biblical truth and business acumen with a personalized approach for high achieving women like you who desire to align business strategy and goals to God's truth and break free from business as usual. Let's explore how I can help you tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to grow your business and impact. Schedule your 15-minute discovery call today at erinharrigan.com slash discovery call, or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman this week. I pray this show brings you value as an ambitious woman in business. Remember to check the show notes for my free resources and other helpful links. If this episode spoke to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social media and tag me. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to redefine hustle as you pursue success so your business produces much fruit and impacts his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.